Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio, and today I'm answering your guys' questions on all things competing. So this is going to be a Q&A style um, podcast episode where I'm just going over questions from clients and just any sort of DMs that I got in regards to competing. So I'm going to be covering a variety of topics. Um, I've done, you know, 18 NBC bikini competitions. I've been competing since 2015, and I know a lot of people are wanting to step on stage and they have no idea where to start or um, what the process is like or the nitty gritty details that no one really talks about. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's go into the first question. And that is how many competitions do you recommend for a first time competitor to do in their season? And a lot of the answers in this podcast are probably going to be, it depends, but for this one, it really does depend. It depends primarily on um, your overall health and also your budget because competing is expensive. And if you don't have the funds to, you know, do multiple shows, I wouldn't do multiple shows. I would just do one. And, you know, I've done a whole like pricing outline, but if you have, you know, all the upfront costs are going to be the most expensive, like the suit and the heels and the jewelry. But every single show, you're going to need a spray tan, you're going to need a registration fee, you're going to need um, hair and makeup if you're getting that done. And that can be, you know, upwards of four, $500. And then if you're, you know, having rooming, if you're traveling for your show, that's going to be an additional cost. So it's more so like what you can budget in. Um, in the perfect world, I would recommend doing three shows. And the reason why I would recommend three is usually the first show of the season is a bit rocky because you haven't stepped on the stage for a prolonged period of time. So you can just kind of feel like you're getting your feet wet again. Um, and usually nerves are pretty high. From there, you can, get, you can get judges' feedback and you can improve on in the next show. And or if you're chasing a pro card, um, you would want that to be a later show from where you've been applying all your feedback and working on ideally reverse dieting into your shows. So usually, you know, that first show, you should be at your lowest point calorically. You should really be in conditioning. And then you should be working on reverse dieting up into your shows for the rest of the season so you can compete healthy um, later on. Okay, question number two. What are some things you do to help with nerves? Honestly, I just kind of chill out. Um, I think a lot of people will try to, you know, have tons of conversations backstage and get to know everyone. And for me, I just kind of keep to myself. Um, I really don't get too nervous either. I think the only sort of shows that I kind of get nervous at are national competitions, but for like a regional show, I don't really get nervous because I've done so many. And, you know, that's the thing with nerves is it will kind of dissipate with reps and with time. But the thing for me is, you know, I like to keep to myself. Some people will listen to music. Some people are like scrolling through social media. I just kind of relax and I try not to pay attention to everyone around me or the other girls. I just try to focus on me and that helps. 
Need a sip of coffee. Okay. Next question. How was the atmosphere backstage for your first competition? Um, honestly, this question is going to be pretty... Um, it, it's like this for every competition. So this is what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of half-naked people. Um, you're going to see a tanning station. You're going to see a lot of bags, a lot of just like food everywhere. Um, and by food, I'm talking just like rice cakes, probably like protein, just meals that people are having. Um, you're going to see a lot of probably like plastic or paper to prevent any sort of tanning getting on the walls or the floor. You're going to see um, expediters to help you to get to the stage. So that's kind of what you're going to see. Um, and then the other thing you're going to see is just like people fixing your tan. You might see, you know, other uh, trainers instructing their clients. So it's not like super intimidating. I wouldn't say I've ever had an experience where the girls are super nasty, but you can feel a little bit of tension and you can feel some competitiveness from some people. But usually if you're at like a regional level stage or like even a national qualifier, everyone's very nice. I'd say once you get to the national level stage, like people are pretty fierce and there's a lot of like tension backstage because there's a lot of pressure. Um, everyone there at a national level stage is there to get a pro card and the number of pro cards that they hand out is very limited. So again, there's just more at risk and that's why there's more tension there. Next question. Do you think a backup suit is a must? Honestly, again, this is going to be dependent on your budget, but I would say no, unless you're looking to do national competitions and travel to shows. It's good to have a backup suit in case you want to change the color. So I have um, all my suits from Angel Competition Bikinis. You guys can utilize my code Nicole at checkout and or DM me if you ever need help with choosing your bikini. But I have like a black suit. I have a navy suit. I have a blue suit, a red suit, and a green suit. And I will kind of choose the color suit that I want to wear depending on the background of the stage and depending on the color of my tan and or honestly like whatever color I'm feeling. But it would be smart to have a backup suit in case any sort of damages happen. I've had suits break before. And it actually was not an angel competition bikini suit. It was like an old suit that I had back in 2016 when I wasn't sponsored by them. But the suit, I wanted to wear this like, it was like a ruby red suit. And it it snapped. Like the connector snapped the day, one day out. And I had a backup suit. And I almost didn't bring a backup suit because I'm like, oh, I'm never going to need this. But it broke. And if I didn't have that backup suit, I would be in trouble because I wouldn't have anything to wear the next day. And it was like three hours away from where I lived. And I'm just so thankful that I brought a backup suit. So I've definitely seen suits break. Um, and I've also seen like certain suit colors not be the best for the stage because every single stage is going to have different lighting and different backdrops and you want your suit to complement that. And one way that you can assure that too is just looking at previous show day pictures. So you can look back at like, you know, the year before and see like what the backdrop looked like and try to choose a suit that would, you know, complement that background. For example, I don't think if the backdrop is red, you shouldn't wear a red suit because it can clash too much. So I would maybe choose like a blue instead. Okay, so what do you do on the day of the competition? Are your meals the same or different? It's going to be dependent on each person, but for myself, I'm usually just eating a lot of rice cakes and deli turkey and peanut butter. 
It sounds kind of gross, but honestly, at that point, you're so hungry and it sounds great. Um, so yeah, rice cakes, I'm usually doing like either plain rice cakes and or like a flavored one, like a caramel rice cake. And then I'll do like a nut butter um, and then just deli turkey. So the reason why is protein, sodium and a fat source and not a lot of veggies because that can cause some bloating and distress in the gut. So that's not going to look good on stage. So I try not to eat too many veggies. Honestly, when I'm competing, like I'm just like wanting veggies so bad, but you just can't. The only veggies I would say that you could do is like asparagus. At least that's for me because it doesn't irritate me too much, but definitely wouldn't want to eat broccoli. What do you wish you knew before your first competition? Um, I wish I knew how to pose. My posing was horrible. Um, I didn't know any sort of posing coach. My, it was just so bad. (laughs) My posing was so bad. I like squared my hips to the judges. I was moving way too fast. I, um, had really bad makeup too. So like, it wasn't necessarily my shape. Well, I wasn't very conditioned, but it was more so like my overall package. Like my suit wasn't good enough. In my opinion, my hair wasn't very good. It was too brassy and I needed to tone it out. My makeup wasn't ideal and I should have, you know, had my makeup done, um, and, or just practice my makeup. I think I made my like foundation too dark and when you're competing, your face is going to look a bit lighter than your body. That's totally normal and actually looks better on stage. than if it were to match your tan, it it looks bad if it matches your tan. So I wish I knew like just the little details like that. And then, um, worked on like the hairstyling and overall presentation. What are some things that you recommend packing? So I've actually created a whole packing list for this. Um, I, I think you should definitely have a suitcase with you. I think a lot of people will want to bring backpacks and that can really mess up your tan. So I would recommend having a suitcase with you and bringing um, your makeup. You want to bring your food. You want to bring your jewelry. You want to bring any sort of like Advil just in case you have a headache, hand sanitizer to clean your hands before you eat because the stage, you know, backstage is kind of dirty. Um, Other things, you would want to bring a backup suit if you have that. You would want to bring anything to fix your tan, um, which would be like, you know, usually people are back there to fix your tan, but you want to bring your own stuff too. Um, I would recommend for ladies out there, you know, bringing tampons in case you get your period. It's a rare thing that can happen, but sometimes you get your period and you, again, be smart. You don't want to have nothing. That would be horrible. Um, Stuff to fix your hair. Some, sometimes I'd recommend bringing a mirror, like a small $5 mirror from Walmart, just so you can look at your posing, um, your wallet, make sure it's secure. Those are like the main things. Oh, and the biggest thing, a change of clothes, make sure you bring that in case you want to go out to eat. Usually shows are pretty long and you want to have, you know, a change of clothes. So again, I've brought like a whole, I've created a whole list of like a packing guide, Um, and I can always just send that your way. Okay. Other questions. What is the most important stage presence or your physique? I wouldn't say one is more important over the other because I've seen this work in both favors. Like I've seen women who don't have conditioning in place and they place really good because their stage presence was awesome. Like they knew how to pose their suit was great. Their hair was great. Their makeup was great. And that looked amazing. Um, I've also seen women where they're 
um, physiques are on point and then they don't know how to pose. And I've also seen them do really well. But I would say that honestly, your physique is going to stand out if it's conditioned and it looks good. Um, I would say I see more so the, the person who has the conditioned physique and bad posing tends to do better than vice versa. But again, you want to make sure both are good. Like I've gotten away with having really good posing and it helped me place really good at shows where I feel like my conditioning could have been better. But I would say they both are very important, but make sure your body is in conditioning because that's really hard to pose around, if that makes sense. What advice would you have given to a first-time competitor? Um, I would recommend having a plan backstage, like have an idea of what you're doing backstage and also just don't focus on anyone else. I think so many people focus on what other people are eating or what they're looking like or what they're doing backstage, like literally just focus on you, okay? You don't need to be practicing your posing routine every three seconds either, okay? Relax. It's going to be a long day. Put your feet up. Um, focus on, you know, spacing out your meals and just trying to stay relaxed and keeping your stress down to minimum because stress I've seen can wreak havoc on the body and make your conditioning not look so crisp. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. Um, I also got asked again, like, what do you do to get through the nerves? And honestly, like, I hate it because like, I don't really have nerves because I'm comfortable with competing now, but I remember being nervous at first and, Um, let's talk about like nerves on stage. So if you're on stage, don't look at the audience. Okay. That's the last place you should be looking at anyway, because you're not going to be able to connect with your judges. If you look at the audience, you're going to think like, oh my gosh, that's so many people looking at me and it can cause like stage fright and more shakes. So I would just recommend looking at the judges when you're on stage. And then even on like the corners, when you're waiting on the side, like look at the judges, don't be looking in the audience. You're going to get very distracted. I had a question on how to handle your period when you are like, you know, peak week or on show day. If you are on your period on show day, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to give you any sort of like dietary recommendations, but I would recommend, you know, just using tampons again, um, cut the string of it. I know this is so TMI, but cut the string of it just in case, because your suit isn't covering a lot and you don't want to risk anything there. And, um, yeah, honestly it happens like some women, even though they're super lean, like they still get their period and it sucks. Um, I've had my period like one week out and I feel like it kind of messed up how my body was looking, but the big thing too is just make sure you're drinking enough water on your cycle to flush flush everything out and um, avoid anything that can cause any sort of external bloat. So I would say in your peak week, I would definitely want to cut out you know carbonation and super like cruciferous fibrous vegetables. You want to cut those down because that's just going to make your bloating worse. And usually when you're on your cycle, it not only messes up your um, messes up like how you're feeling, but it can mess up your physique a bit. And again, like there's really nothing that you can do. So even if you're, you are in your period, like it's not the end of the day. Um, odds are if you're in like stage conditioning, it's not going to make that big of a difference in your physique. Okay. Other questions. Um, oh, and then also with that question, this person asked, how do you manage your period on prep? Well, you still need to be hitting your macros and or meal plan, depending on what you're following. 
Um, but I would, you know, drop the intensity just a little bit and or um, increase my low, like my low intensity cardio. So make sure you're getting in movement. But I usually will try to get in a few more naps throughout the day and or just like one nap throughout the day. The first three days are really hard for me where my energy is super low, but I'd get a few more naps. Um, I would drop the intensity of my workouts just a little bit for one to three days. And then I would also make sure that I'm still hitting my macros because just because you're on your period doesn't mean you can just eat whatever you want. Brenda asked, struggling with hitting my macros during prep. This is interesting to me because I think that if you are wanting to compete, you should be able to hit your macros spotless. You should be perfect. Um, And this is just my personal opinion. If you're wanting to prep, you have to show that you can, you can do this lifestyle because prep, it's different. When you're stepping on stage, your nutrition really impacts what your final package is going to look like. And if you want to be competitive and you want to win, you have to be strict. You have to be really rigid with your diet. And there's no like easy way around that. Like you, you literally just can't be messing up your macros all the time. So I would recommend making sure that you're pre-tracking your day, making sure that you're doing a meal prep day. Um, even if you're just meal prepping your protein, that's going to set you up for success. So that would be my biggest tips there and try to eliminate any sort of foods that are tempting you. So that would be like sweets or even like chips or anything like that. Um, Make sure that your household is more in alignment with what your goals are. Um, When I'm in prep, I'm not really buying any sort of like fun food. I'm just buying my staples, which are a lot of produce, a lot of, you know, protein, eggs, egg whites, um, oatmeal, and that's about it. Okay, specifically struggling with protein. I hate protein shakes. Any advice would be great on this. If you're not a vegetarian, then hitting your protein is super easy. Um, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, egg whites, whole eggs. Um, You should not just be using protein powder. I would recommend keeping it to one shake per day and then focusing more so on whole foods. So those are a couple recommendations. You can also do tuna, shrimp, um, white fish, chicken, turkey, lean beef, honestly, any meat at all. I follow flexible dieting, so I'm not like super strict with my protein sources too. I know some people will cut out dairy and you don't necessarily need to do that unless you're having any sort of like digestive issues or gut issues. Um, but dairy just doesn't really impact weight loss too much. With protein too, try to space it out throughout the day. You don't want to just have like 130 grams of protein in two meals. Space it out throughout the day. Um, Try to keep it to like 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal, and that should really help you there. But I think that's all my questions. I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. I know that this year has been a little bit interesting to say the least with prep. Um, A lot of shows are being pushed back, but hopefully this gives you guys more time to mentally prepare yourself for anything that goes on backstage. But regardless, you've worked this hard to get to that conditioning, to get on stage. And my biggest piece of advice is just enjoy the day because it's going to fly by. Um, Get as many pictures as possible because you don't want to look back at the day and think, oh, I didn't get any pictures. Like it all feels like a blur. So really try to be present, enjoy the day. You work so hard to get there and 
that's the fun part. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure that you share it on your Instagram. I'd love if you could tag me at Nicole Fairy Fitness and telling your friends and family about Beyond the Bikini Radio and how it helps you. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym with your relationship with food and how I can help you reach your goals.